Welcome to Extra Credit, hosted by the Rutgers University Office of Summer and Winter Sessions. Listen to hear from students as they share their experiences at Rutgers and some tips on how to navigate a condensed semester. Also gain the perspective of professors and learn more about the courses they teach. So welcome back to Extra Credit, the Summer and Winter Session podcast. Today we have a student who is also a Rutgers employee. So welcome. Hi. (laughs) So if you could please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Helen Castro. I work at the Center of Alcohol and Substance Use Studies. I'm an editor on the Journal of Journal of Studies on Alcohol and Drugs. And um, one of the things that I love about working there is that I get the tuition benefit. I just this year started a master's program at the School of Management and Labor Relations. I just started it in the summer. Awesome. Wow. That's very new. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like it so far? I really like it a lot. The The summer class, it was online, but it was, was really comprehensive. It was a lot, it was actually a lot better than what I expected it to be because it was the introductory course for this master's program. And um, the professor had like a bunch of videos each week and she would have other professors involved in the videos. And so if we were learning about, you know, discrimination, there was someone who that was their area of expertise. And so they talked about that in in some of the lectures. That's nice. Yeah. That's really like almost like so personalized for an online course. Yeah, I was I was really surprised at how how um, like technologically advanced it was, you know. Yeah, they had to. I feel like COVID really pushed people into the tech industry, you know, like yeah, people that's true. had to learn Zoom really, really fast. <laughs> so what made you pick labor and management after ha- being an editor? And then you've also, you have a heavy background in editing and yeah, I also have a, a master's in communication and media studies that I got um, three years ago. The reason I decided to do this one is that I was looking for something else to study. I, I'm like that nerd who loves to go to school. I was always that nerd who loves to go to school. So um, working here is really good for me because it, you know, enables me to to keep being that nerd who loves to go to school. And um, I, I looked through a whole bunch of different Rutgers programs online. I would just like open up different, you know, tabs on my computer for the, all the different schools and let's see what what's offered, you know. And um, this program looked really interesting. I'm doing the um, diversity and inclusion specialization. And that's like, you know, big topic these days. And I I thought it just would be an interesting thing to study. And so far, it really is. Yeah, we have a lot of pushes, like committees and stuff I see around Rutgers for uh, diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. It's it's really big, especially after a whirlwind the past two years, to say the least. Yeah. So I think it's it was always important, but now. I think it's an important um, subject area to know about just even if I do nothing else with it, you know, professionally, I, I don't know that I'll ever get a different job than what I have. But I figure at some point I'll want to do additional things. You know, there will be yeah. the next act and all of that. <laughs> so 
it, it just seemed like a, a good direction to go. Yeah, definitely. I will say, though, to your nerd comment, there that's where all the power is. They've ruled the world. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Like, if you have the brain capacity to sit and read textbook after textbook, we should all be scared of you. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's awesome that you're starting a new chapter outside of your comfort zone of your background, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, this was, I had never taken any classes in anything related to this before. My my undergraduate degree was in English. And, um, you know, like I say, I did this other program in communication. So labor and <laughs> employment relations was like, what? <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah. Plus, um, with the being an online course, the one I took over the summer, um, everything was done through like discussion groups online. Okay. So writing really helped with that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a lot. I will say I know now that um, some professors are really incorporating video as well uh-huh. as like an alternative to written submissions. I mean, if someone is better verbally, right, you know, than written word, that has to be nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, people have different strengths. For me, writing is is definitely my my strength, I'd rather write than speak. Right. Because I can express myself much better that way. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to both for me. So can you tell me about your job a little bit? What do you, I mean, I know what an editor is, but what do you specifically <laughs> do for uh, the alcohol and drugs journal? I basically copy edit articles all day. Uh, we get submissions from around the world from researchers doing alcohol and other drug research. And I'm the grammar police, <laughs> basically. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a lot of nitpicky detail kind of reading. And, you know, over the years, I've learned a lot about this topic, too. Oh, I'm sure. You're, we're probably talking to an expert here today. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. So what do you like about it? It's pretty independent work. And I, I like that. I like that I pretty much know what I'm going to be doing every day, um, that I know that I can control my schedule as long as, you know, I have X number of articles co- to get done in a week and, right. you know, that kind of thing. Do you like being the grammar police? I love being the grammar police. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's another part of my nerdiness. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I appreciate the value of a well-placed N-dash. Yeah. So for the, our audience, how would you describe an N-dash? The N-dash is, is more powerful. Um, it's, it's longer than a regular dash, and it connects um, open compounds for example, like uh, if you were talking about a, a post-World War II period, post-World War II is an open compound, but you want to connect that to period. So you need the N-dash because the N-dash tells you that you're connecting that whole big concept, not just the last word that's right next to the dash. Oh, okay. That's very, very well explained. Yeah. <laughs> and when I read books that do it correctly, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in heaven. That's great. I love that. Like, it's it's like powerful. I really like that, how you phrase that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think the written word can be, can be really powerful, Absolutely. especially when it's done correctly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we can see that all throughout history. So, and I'm sure in all of your papers that you edit and that you write. But where did your love of English come from? When I was little, I was always a reader and 
I liked spelling and things like that. Um, I remember my junior high English teacher who I idolized. I had her for three years and she used to do weekly grammar lessons and that was like the highlight of my life. And and the other thing too um, that I used to love when, when I was young, Saturday morning cartoons, they had Schoolhouse Rock uh, right. in between cartoons and I used to love like all the the grammar related ones. I mean, to ha- I I envy you having your passions that young so clear. You know, that's not everyone gets to experience that. So then, do you work while you're going to school? Yes. So how do you balance manage to balance both? Right now, of uh, I have well, like this semester, I have um, one class that's online, so it's what do they call that? Asynchronous, and then my other one is on Tuesday nights. So. You know, I don't, nothing conflicts with my, my work day schedule. And then I just spend like my weekends doing homework and reading and cramming. <laughs> what a great weekend. Well, you know, it's fun. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm that geek who likes to go to school. So for me, you know, reading, well, Reading employment law really isn't that relaxing, but um, <laughs> my other class, uh, the readings for that, it's it's kind of a nice way to spend a weekend. I feel like if you're definitely passionate about it, it, it has to make the time go by faster. And I would say this weather that we're currently experiencing, mm-hmm. like this, like, you know, the colder breeze. Yeah. Really good reading weather. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It makes you want to curl up with right. a cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever reading material you have. Yeah. So do you think that, I know you've done your master's previously, pre-COVID, and then this master's is obviously in the thick of things. Um, Do you think that, as you notice any big differences or um, any incentives to get this one done or relax into it? The biggest difference really is that most of my classes for my first master's were in-person classes. And with this one, it seems like more is available online. Um, And then the other thing with the in-person, you know, now we're like sitting farther away from each other and everybody's got a mask on and, you know. I'm sure yelling around the masks too because like you can't hear anything. It's kind of hard to hear and it's kind of, you know, I I see like people on the other side of the room and they, they comment on something and I'm like, what that person just say? You know, like I can't read their lips because I can't see their face. And I'm a like, lip reader too. You know, yeah. I it it helps to to really be able to see someone's face when they're speaking. And you know, when when everybody's covered in a mask, it's like, wait, what are you talking about over there? I know. You know? I feel like now's the time for like in person subtitles. Yes. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Yeah. I could really use that. That's one of the things that I've really liked about the online classes because I don't have to worry that I can't understand something somebody's saying. I can read, you know. Right. <laughs> and if you're making a comment in a, in a discussion group, I can read that and I can think about it and, you know, really consider my response and, you know. That's what I really like about online courses because it's it lets you digest. Yeah. There's a pro and a con about, you know, like a professor saying, Tell me your opinion, just like calling right. it out right. Because yeah. you do need to think on your feet sometimes. But I like that online classes allow me to take in the information for maybe a day or two. I can go back. I can reference something, make sure I have it right. 
you know, because sometimes my first thought, shocking, not always the best one, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, I like that you have that time, especially if you just, you know, manage the due dates well. You do have that, that capability. The only problem I've noticed is that sometimes you miss, like, the spontaneity of yeah. being able to just immediately respond to something somebody says. Or sometimes, you know, someone will will bring up an idea about the topic and what you want to say about it is just like kind of like a casual aside like oh yeah I remember something similar happened to me it doesn't seem worth writing about but it, it's something that if you were in class you would say oh yeah that happened to me right and, you know maybe it would be like a five minute little discussion right but it's not something that's really worthy of a going through the formality of right. let me do this post on, you know, yeah. when I was six. <laughs> you know. I will say, too, that um, I find that when I'm disagreeing with someone, I almost feel bad doing it. Yes. It's not a personal attack, which I feel like sometimes it can come off on because it's such a formal way of writing. Exactly. You know, and so, but I think that sometimes I'm like, listen, great. That's your opinion. Great. But I'm just saying kind of playing devil's advocate. Right. What about this? Not that we have to go on a debate. I'm just saying another perspective. You have to be really careful. Yeah. That's that's one of the things, you know, where you have to be careful with the precision of, of the words you choose, you know, because I, I had something like that recently with, with um, one of my online classes where someone made a comment and I was like, I don't know if you're being insulting or if you just, aren't the best writer, you know? And right. so I made a comment back to her and I said, you know, I'm trying to be tactful here because what you said could come across as negative to someone, you know, who has the condition you're talking about. Right. And I don't mean to offend. I don't think you meant to offend, but I just want to point out that, you know, when you write it a certain way. Right. Words have power. Definitely they do. I like to assume that we're not just going around insulting everyone. Exactly. And I think the point of college, especially higher education, is like, let's test your opinions. Let's, you right. know, like look at all sides of the discussion. Let's critically think. Yeah, I do. I do assume that most people are coming at things with the right attitude. It's this new, this uh, online thing is new for so many of us. So many. Yeah, a lot of people aren't really familiar with it. It's like a whole different set of, set of customs. Yeah, it's like, oh, boy, they didn't give us an instruction book on how to, how to you know, online uh, class etiquette. So kind of going off topic a little bit, uh, how did you come to Rutgers? How did you come here just professionally? Actually, I've, I've worked in publishing forever. And the, the job that I had before I came here, I got laid off. Happens too often. It's happened to me several times in, in publishing. And this was like right after the big uh, recession, 2008. It happened in 2009. And um, I was talking to a friend of mine who I, who I used to work with at another job. And she told me, why don't you look at Rutgers for jobs? Because my daughter at the time was a junior in high school. And she said, you know, Sarah could go to school <laughs> if, yeah. if you work at Rutgers. And I was like, oh, that's a thought, you know. And I found my position here and wow. got lucky. Yeah. You know? 
I really believe I got lucky. Yeah, I'm starting to think the older I get, it's literally just luck. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's great, though. Did your daughter come here? Yes, she did. She graduated in 2016 with a sociology degree. She loved it here. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. What is she doing now? She works for a policy research company that she loves what she does. That's great. Good for her. Wow. So then overall, how would you say that your experience taking an accelerated course, how, how did that go for you? Did you like it? I really liked it. Part of the reason I wanted to do the summer class was because I had gotten accepted to the program, I guess, in the late spring. And, you know, they said, you can start in the fall. And I said, well, you know, I haven't done school in a few years. I haven't really done a, a full online thing. And I wanted to kind of test the waters, you know, like ease my way into it. That ended up being a really good way to do it. Because without any other classes going on at the same time, there was so much less pressure. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm glad that you got to dip your toes in. Thank you. I mean, any master's can be really challenging. And the fact that you decided to go back then take a three-year break and go back again. Yeah. You know, maybe in another five, you'll be going for like another P- like a PhD or, you know, like who knows? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm still working here, you know. The, the, yeah, if the opportunity's the there. The opportunity's there, I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah, good for you. So, yeah, thank you for coming, spending your time with us and fun. telling us about your experience. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. It was great talking to you. Great talking to you, too. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Extra Credit.